All right, let's do this shit. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, Hello, Maida, and thanks for coming, Holland. My name's Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal's here. Hi, it's Stony. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another Holland-loving, clog-stomping episode <laughs> of Thanks for Coming, the most <laughs> magically gay podcast that makes you go, Amsterdam. Oh. <laughs> yes, girl. I feel like I needed to work on my Holland puns this week, so we got it, girl. <laughs> and check. <laughs> One point for Seth. Yes. Oh, welcome back, everyone. How have you guys been doing this past week? I cannot complain. It's getting a little more autumn-y out here in Indianapolis. My yard is covered in leaves. You better watch <laughs> out. You might take a fall. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Those slippery leaves, they'll get you every time. <clears throat> Oh, but listen, so we have a possum, another one. I thought the bitch was gone. This is a new one. Oh my God, she laid under eggs. Our deck. Ugh, it must have, so <laughs> I don't understand why they keep like coming back. This leaf blowing job is going to turn into me just chasing possums with the leaf blower. There must be like a sick club under your uh, under your porch. It's pro- they're like under there like club 69. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> or they're like Possum 96. Gross. <laughs> Gross. They're like as big as the dog. So I'm like, shit, I can let the dog get them. But then what if they win? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that would work out. I'm sure Reynolds could hold his own. He's been oh, working sure. out lately. <laughs> he sure has. <laughs> um, well, over here, uh, yeah, everything's pretty good. It's finally fall. I think we're done with the, the warm weather. So I'm really happy. This is like my favorite weather. I love being in the Pacific Northwest when it's like raining for like eight months out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> She's a chilly queen. <laughs> yes, girl. Ice cold. Brr. Yes, I'm really happy with that um I, yeah i don't know i guess there's really not too much to to talk about i guess we should maybe just get into the episode <laughs> let's do it queen yes uh, honest tea. hey everyone welcome to our honest tea spill of the week we are of course back 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 again to bring you all the full coverage of everything that happened in last week's episode of Holland's Drag Race. We are back kicking off episode four with some high tea and high drama. Yes, I feel like these episodes are going by so fast. We're already like half the cast is gone. I know. It's really weird. Um, I think that's just the sign of a good season, though. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, some seasons they like go on and you're like with All Stars. We were just like, yeah, this could be over. Yeah. (laughs) Celebrity drag race. Like, (laughs) do not bring anyone back. (laughs) No, please don't bring anybody back. No double saves. Nothing. Get this over with. Oh my gosh. Well, at the top of this episode, Megan Schoenbrod has sashayed away. I don't know how to say goodbye in Holland, in Danish, Dutch, <laughs> but 
I'm not I'm not confident enough to try on the air yet. <laughs> I was gonna say au revoir, but that's the wrong country. <laughs> I'm just gonna say peace, bitch. Yeah, peace in the <laughs> Middle East. I liked Megan's spirit. I think that uh, she definitely made an impact while she was on the show. We got to see what we needed to see from Megan. And again, like I say, like a lot of the Rue girls, I'm sure we have not seen the last of her. Yeah, yes. I enjoyed her a lot, too. I thought she like had a lot of promise. So it just like some of her looks were a little sloppy, I guess. But I, I enjoyed like her on the show. Yeah, it may have been a little too early for her. Like, of course, we enjoyed watching her. But like, had she waited like a couple more years, she probably would have slayed like the whole competition. Oh, yeah. We've seen it before. Yes. Uh, well, no sooner than she, no sooner than her elimination, there is drama backstage at Craft Services. Uh, <laughs> in between bites of M and M's, Miss Abby, oh my God, finishes her <laughs> lip sync, uh, and she does this like hand motion that really upsets Sedergine, and um, who lets her have it? You know, Sedergine is not taking her sass she was not feeling the tea i i noticed a little hand motion but i didn't think it was like um anything too abrasive but i don't know like the reactions on both sides were kind of up in the air for me because part of me was <laughs> like okay setter jean just let it go let it go and then abby is like she finds herself in the middle of all of the drama because she's going to stand up for herself yeah and if you're going to throw punches, Abby's going to make sure she claws your eyes out at least twice. Well, and this is not the first time that Sedergine has had drama with Abby. So Sedergine's been in like the uh, backseat driver for drama with like uh, the Janie JK situation. Um, yes. So now Sedergine, I don't, I think Sedergine just doesn't like Abby. <laughs> and now he's just like letting her have it. That's the vibe I'm getting because, bitch, don't play this card like, oh, I wasn't expecting her reaction. No, this is what all the white gays do in America. They're like, oh, I didn't realize that would offend you. It's like, no, like you're trying to read me, not even like um, directly. You're trying to be like subtle about it and be like, oh, I hurt your feelings. I'm so sorry. No, you said what you said, (laughs) which is fine. But now you're going to get this clap back. I don't know. I I didn't think like it was hard to like watch this because um, like both of them, I feel like were in the wrong. Like I can't really stand <laughs> like how Abby's just all over the place all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and then Setter Jean just, I don't know. He just kind of rubs me the wrong way anyway. So it's just weird. <laughs> I don't know. It's, um, you know, like Abby even said it herself. She's like, I'm Brazilian. Don't mess with me. So I mean, when Abby, like, I think Setter Jean was like, thought maybe they would just like read each other or whatever but abby gets kind of like aggressive when she's <laughs> defensive you know um so i can see why he was like i was scared she was gonna put a heel through my head or whatever like i see that and i see you know he setergine interpreted abby's motion as like this sort of dim- dismissive thing uh to me that doesn't look like she was asking for someone to help her because she I couldn't agree. stand up I agree. For me, it feels like more she was like annoyed. And that was just one of those like, uh, one of those like hand motions yeah. <laughs> that and you make on the way. It may not have been even directed at the girls. It could have, like you said, just been frustration just in general. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I don't know. I think it's just sort of like the competition is getting to the girls and it it's, could only get more rocky from here. <laughs> yes, we'll see what happens. But I mean, I will give it to Abby. She's like, what did you say about me? <laughs> like, she's going to she's going to handle the shit. She but... didn't drop it. She was like, all right, let's do this. Like, what's up? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what's and good, I'm, Miley? I'm the same way. It's like, oh, you have something to say, Miley? What yeah. is it? <laughs> <laughs> did you or did you not come from me? <laughs> ah, <laughs> check your lipstick. That's right, girl. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, so moments later, after the girls are back in the workroom, after the elimination, and Sedergine is giving Miss Abby, oh my god, all the compliments with no explanation. Uh, it's all <laughs> daisies and sunshine, and everyone's good to go. <laughs> we'll let them have this one. You can tell that she's um, just trying to let the water flow under the bridge. <laughs> yes. Um, so after a few congratulations to Mama Queen, Setter Jean uh, explains that they did make up actually, and it was just a misunderstanding. Uh, sounds like they were both in the heat of the moment. We like to see the girls getting along and making up. This is what adults do. It's best friends race. Yes, yeah, sissy. <laughs> sissy. <laughs> the, the, the Setter Jean and Miss Abby, oh my God, are like those sissies of this season. <laughs> oh my god they are <laughs> i hate her but she's my sissy <laughs> wow nothing will replace the real sissy that's of true Canada's drag race yeah <laughs> alona and scarlet bobo forever are the sissies <laughs> um so then we get to see rupaul's rue mail and i just wanted to point out that this is a play off madonna's lyrics in the song causing a commotion uh so the oh. actual lyrics of this song are i've got the moves baby you've got the motion if we got together we'd be causing a commotion oh nice reference i definitely did not pick up on that i recognized Same. the <laughs> lyrics sounded familiar but i couldn't place them so i searched them and i found the answer um, I had a feeling it was going to be Madonna because it does sound like Madonna lyrics, but um, it was right. So, you know, Rue likes Madonna. We had that yes. challenge. <laughs> Justice for Jan. Yeah. R.I.P. Jan. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So it's time for the mini challenge. And this week, the library is open because what? Reading is fundamental. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to help judge the reading challenge, Fred invites Diva Mayday on the show, who is the most famous drag queen in Holland with a quick-witted tongue. Yes, we love to see the local celebrities um, teaching us Americans a thing about international drag. I was... Um, I'm always happy to see that. We get the little clips and we get to see the queens react because they know who this is. So exciting moment for the girls. Yeah. Was this like the lady bunny of like Holland or something? Uh, is that a read? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, no, no, it's not a read. <laughs> it, it, I, I don't, maybe, maybe it's the, uh, maybe uh, Diva Mayday is to uh, Fred, but lady bunny is to rupaul you have to mm. let us know oh listeners <laughs> analogies <laughs> yes 
We like analogies. <laughs> uh, so, what did you guys think of the reading challenge? Who do you did you like one of the queens more? Is there any specific reads that you'd like to mention? <laughs> I loved Mama Queen's to Madam Madness. She's like, oh, I didn't realize he'd be here this episode. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that was definitely like one of the top reads, I would say. Which was so funny, too, because this episode um, took place what looks like on Madam Madness's birthday. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did Mama Queen, um, you know, got to come out of the cake like a like a (laughs) pinup. <laughs> yes. Um, so much eating on this season. Yeah. So much like eating food. They really <laughs> love cake in Holland. All the cake. This one looked um, fresher though than those stale brownies they got last time. Yes, and more colorful. <laughs> yeah, it was it was looking good. I liked Setterjean too. Setterjean had some good singers in there. I liked her um, read to Miss Abby. Oh my God! Because they had just made up, so you could <laughs> see like the little, a little bit of the tension. Like Abby's like, "Oh God, what are you gonna say?" And, I know and, she's always ready to pounce. <laughs> yeah, and, and she's just you know, Setter Jean was like, "Oh, you look just like a bird, cheap, cheap, cheap." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's like one of those things where it's like, oh, it's just a joke, but like it's really not because we just fought. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, that was funny, and I liked the joke. I think it was Setter Jean who was talking about um, Mama Queen being like a stick bug <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yes, as the pet. <laughs> yes, that was really funny too. Um, and I, and I feel like Janie and Chelsea Boy had a couple good ones, although they aren't coming to my. Uh, the front of my brain quite yet. <laughs> I agree. I remember liking Janie Jacquet's, um Didn't they call um, Mama Queen Lurch from Adam's oh, family? Oh, yeah. That was really funny. <laughs> Whoever did that one. <laughs> That's totally Lurch and drag. I see it. Yeah. Or um, they could have gone with, what is it? Like, I forget the title, but in Rocky Horror Picture Show, one the two aliens, the, the guy alien. Oh, mm. It's on the tip of my tongue. I'm not going to embarrass myself right now. Yeah, I can't remember his name. But uh, yeah, that was a really fun reading challenge. I think that the girls of Holland did a great job. It was very entertaining. Um, Madam Madness didn't do so well. But, you know, she tried. (laughs) She tried. Some people are just too sweet to read, I think. You could hear a clog drop. You know, it was so quiet. They're like, nice try, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I heard in the whispers of the room. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, So now it is time. Oh, actually, I should announce that Madam, uh, let's see, Mama Queen and Setter Jean win the competition for the mini challenge. So now it's time for the maxi challenge. And this is going to be a dance competition. And because Mama Queen and Cedrogene won the mini challenge, they get to pick teams. Here we go again. Uh-oh. What's going to happen? I'll tell you now. <laughs> Team Cedrogene is uh, with her, Janie JK, and Envy Peru. And Team Mama Queen is with Mama Queen, Miss Abby, oh my God, Chelsea Boy. And because Madam Madness is picked last again, 
she gets to pick which team she is on, and she picks Team Cedergene this time. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, because she worked with the other girls previously, she's switching it up. Yes, girl. So it's time to go into dance rehearsal with Amber Vineyard. She is originally from Santa Barbara, California, but has lived in Amsterdam for over 11 years. I know that because she started her dance troupe Femme Lethal in 2009. Oh, look at this education. I did not know who she was, but I was definitely digging her energy and the fact that she brought ballroom over to Holland. Yes. yes. It, yeah, she came with her uh, house, a vineyard, and um, I was living for them. Uh, so she is going to teach the girls how to Vogue. Um, they do have to take a quick break in the middle so that Cedergene can change into her biscuit baskets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the biscuit baskets. <laughs> yeah, we just put on a nice little dance heel, you know. <laughs> Ah, uh, this blue ivy rehearsal heel. Come on, Cedergine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, they show the final performance at the end of the episode while the girls are on the runway. But for the sake of this show, we're going to talk about the performance now. So this performance is basically a dance battle between the two teams, but also, um, you know, just a dance routine where they all come together. So they kind of... Ha- each team has their own little moment or whatever. Mm. What did you guys think? Was there uh, any anything that stood out to you? Did you prefer one team or the other? I feel like I liked um, Mama Queen's team in the end. They just had a little bit more of um, what I was looking for in that kind of environment as far as serving face and overall ferocity. It was hard to watch the scene. I don't know if it's like a filming thing, but... I didn't really catch too many moments from anybody. It looked like the girls were just serving face, which is great. But I saw a little piece of Cedergine giving energy because we know that she was struggle bus city, um, bounce little kitty struggle bus city <laughs> yeah. in rehearsal. And then, um, of course, Janie looked like she knew what she was doing and Envy as well. Madam seemed a little bit, uh, <laughs> it didn't feel like cohesive. <laughs> yeah. She was sticking out. Yeah. That's I thought like MV and uh, J- Jackie Jackie Janie Jackie. Did I say? It? Wait, is it Jenny Jackie? Yeah, Janie Jackie. I, oh I don't remember gosh. what you said the first time though. <laughs> okay, I thought I said Jackie Jackie. Jackie Jackie. Um, <laughs> is that like but, sister sister? <laughs> <laughs> sister sister. Yes. Um, I thought they were both good. I think the problem was like the the stage was like really crowded. Like, did you yes. notice that it was almost like they were like doing it like in my room or something or like our room. And it was just like, this doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. Yeah, If we were, if we're going to have like a beat it style dance battle, like, yes, I think that's it. It was very cramped. Like let's let the girls breathe. So the people who are in the middle are actually in the middle and we can see what's going on and not an entanglement of limbs. I think it's just like season one budget problems probably, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Well, it was confusing to me because when they showed the rehearsal, it was like, this team does this, and then this team yes. does that. But then they show the video, and it's like, oh, I guess they're all, it's at the same time, <laughs> and they're all dancing together. So it was like, I maybe it was just like the story of it all. And then when they showed the dance routine, um, it was a lot of quick cut. So you couldn't even really yeah. see what was happening enough before there was an, a cut, and then you're seeing something else. And it, it was just mm-hmm. a lot. 
I agree. There wasn't enough time to really soak in what the girls were serving because I do think that a lot of the girls did all right. Like Chelsea Boy was another one I noticed that seemed to hold their own, but we couldn't really see that. Yeah, and Mama Queen too, I think, looked mm-hmm. really nice in the dance. Um, but yeah, I think it just comes down to, like, I'm not blaming the girls. I'm not, I'm not blaming Amber. Um, I think it just comes down to, like, the storytelling and editing. It could be a mm-hmm. time issue. Maybe they had a really long episode and they just had to unfortunately do it that way i'm not sure so um in the end amber says that uh the uh, most improved trophy goes to setter jean <laughs> everyone gets a trophy <laughs> yay yes. here's your orange ribbon bitch yeah <laughs> your ugly ribbon girl <laughs> uh she says overall that team mama queen won the dance battle which i think it sounds like from our conversation we agree with her with amber Yes. Um, Abby was doing her thing, but she had a little bit of a timing issue. As a group, they definitely were more cohesive. Yeah, definitely. So then uh, it's next day in the workroom, and it's also Elimination Day. Dun, dun, dun. What's going to (laughs) happen? We don't even know. (laughs) Stay tuned. We're about to tell you. (laughs) Uh, so Setter Jean is talking to uh, Janie Jacquet, who asks if she ever thought about quitting drag. And Setter Jean says yes, because she's had breakups because she does drag. Which is just awful to hear. It sounds like Setter Jean has um, a past of dealing with fuckboys or people. People yeah. who are not secure with themselves. Mm-hmm. Which I hate that story because how are you going to dim someone else's light? That's just rude. Yeah. That's real rude. So rude, said her Jean. (laughs) Yeah. I like Janie's attitude about it, though. She's like, well, just tell them you're a drag queen. If they don't like it, then you know where you stand. Like, it's (laughs) over before you get invested in it, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of that is... um, the fear of rejection. So Setter Jean's probably just kind of shielding themselves that way. Oh, I'll just ease them into it this way. I'll let them know (laughs) on date number five or seven. But then it's like, you have all these feelings, you're feeling attached to a person and it's almost like a cruel blindside if they dump you because you're a drag queen. Right. And I could totally relate to Janie Jacquet, but what I've had to learn as a person in my delivery is, um, I could easily just say these things. Oh, just do this. Just do that because fuck them. But it takes <laughs> other people a while to learn how to do that. It takes a lot yeah. of practice. Well, and it takes confidence in yourself too. Like yes, exactly. to stand up for yourself, which I, I get because men are fickle and horrible. So I understand <laughs> Setter Jean completely. The gay community sucks, everyone. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> The library is open. Yeah, I'm reading them all. It's not a very long book. (laughs) (laughs) There's not much substance here. (laughs) Um, All right. So then Setter Jean, um, you know, really is feeling the pressure because um, there was the dance battle. And now this is um, like a, a, what I think you would maybe call like a showgirl, like a pretty girl uh, category for the runway, which is not what Setter Jean typically does. So Setter mm. Jean gets herself so worked up that she actually has a panic attack and they have to take her into a, another room so that she can cool off. I definitely recognize what that was. And holy crap, um, talk about timing. But when you're in your head like that, 
I mean, your body will turn on you so quickly. I'm glad she was able to come out of it and get down the runway. Yeah, it's just like has to be so stressful, like going into it because you have basically the stuff that you packed and it's like if it's not working or you're getting like bad critiques on the runway from that stuff, it's like, what the hell do you do? So like, I could totally see myself like having, you know, like a panic attack, like if all my shit sucked, like, or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Well, it doesn't suck necessarily, but it's just not presenting as well as the others. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we'll get into that because a lot of the girls, they have to, I think that they will overanalyze these categories and it's really a mind fuck on any season or franchise. It's like when like Vanjie packed like her entire suitcase with like red bodysuits that one season. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> we were like, oh my God, is she going to wear red again? <laughs> She's like, that's all I got. That's no bingo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or uh, Bianca, I've got this dress in every color. <laughs> um but i actually i was just listening to the sibling rivalry podcast and they had bianca on and she said the reason was because she only had a week to prepare oh wow okay interesting so she's not sure she was like a replacement like someone else didn't pass their psych test or whatever and then they're like bianca you're on the season like last minute shit well yeah talk about a spiral yeah well luckily bianca's a good seamstress so she she pulled enough looks together but apparently she forgot some of her looks at her apartment (laughs) wow bianca is a queen for sure she is um but yeah this is actually this is the second season where we've had a queen have a panic attack in a row because we had um juice box on canada oh yeah Mm mm-hmm Hang in there, queens. I feel ya. Um, this is not a read. This is not judgment, but this is just us saying we feel you, girl. All right. Well, it's almost time for the runway, so we'll go ahead and take a short little break here. Um, I'm going to uh, eat a little piece of chocolate to get the blood sugar going again. Ooh. No maybe one, I should do the same. No one's passing out today, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you soon. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week. I uh, just wanted to quickly apologize for taking such a long time. I had more than one piece of chocolate, but I'm <laughs> feeling stronger than ever. I'm ready to, uh, you know, I have the energy to finish this podcast. <laughs> yes, you're feeling your full Brittany, stronger than yesterday? <laughs> yes, girl, I'm stronger than yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. Uh, oh shit. Sorry. <laughs> Cut that strike. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So it's time for the runway and our judge panel this week is of course, Nikki Plesson, Amber Vineyard and returning judge Sonny Valles de Vries. Welcome back queen. Yes. <laughs> so category this week is shine bright like a diamond. Oh God. Copyright again. <laughs> Riri is too busy with um, her fashion, so maybe she she won't hear it. Oh, do you want to hear some quick 
um, season 13 drama I heard. <gasps> it's it's not like anything like saying who's on the show or whatever. Spill it, queen. <laughs> so um, season 13 drama, if you don't want to hear it, I guess maybe just skip ahead like 30 seconds. But um, so rumor has it someone was already eliminated from this show for similar reasons as Sherry Pie. Oh, come before on. they even started taping. <laughs> Like, made it through the casting and was, like, about to they start were, the show. They were, like, in the studio, ready to sh- start shooting. Wow. Drag Race, what are we doing? Like, well, at least they caught it, I guess, before I it was guess, too late. I guess, but the bitch still got on set. <laughs> I, uh, she, got, she got real close. <laughs> Mercy. Yes. So there's a little bit of season 13 tea for you all. We will continue with the recap now. <laughs> Uh, so let's see here. Sorry, I got lots in my notes because my iPhone is tripping the fuck out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Just, let's sing a song again. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, oh, here we are. So, yes, category shine bright like a diamond. Let's talk about the runway looks. That should have been an obvious next clue for me. <laughs> Um, who do you think stood out to you? Like who had the, who shined the brightest for you? For me, it was definitely Envy Peru. Um, she served that look. She gave you a cute little, um, burlesque kind of cabaret kind of moment serving you with the nice, uh, peekaboo here. And we saw some lovely cakes. I thought that her face beat was gorgeous. This is what I would think of if I heard the runway. I actually yeah. like setter jeans too because with these runways, it says, you know, shine bright like a diamond. But this was red, sure, but it was still like sparkly all over, including that baby. Yeah. She shined bright like your mom, your grandma's 1970s uh, lamp. <laughs> <laughs> um, but can we, can we go back to Envy Peru? Like, is this kind of like, does this remind you of like a Rihanna look that you've seen before? Oh, for sure. I can't put a pin on exactly when the look was, but we've seen something very similar from Queen Rihanna. I th- I feel like it might have been a Met Gala look, but I can't be sure. Mm, we'll have to do our Googles. This feather boa is so luscious. I don't know. Like, I want one, girl. <laughs> yes, I want one, too. It's so comfy looking. <laughs> yes. Uh, what about you, Stoney? Who did you think stood out to you? I actually really liked... Uh, mama queen's look i don't know like i really enjoyed it because i liked just the contrast of like the the jewels and the crystals versus like, yeah the black leather piece i guess bodysuit that she was wearing mm-hmm. what um, did you think about her horrendous shoes aka fred being a dick <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know like i'm looking at it now like the shoes and i'm just kind of like they're just me- shoes and they're fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I actually think the issue with her outfit is like the, the leopard print. Yes. Like I was going to say that. Yeah. It just like takes you out of the fantasy. Like if it was all black and had some like additional shine. like shine to it, I think it would have been, been latex. Yes. Yeah. Those shoes were definitely no Naomi Smalls cliffhanger shoes. Um, no. <laughs> I don't know what the issue was here i think he was just having like a michelle moment or something yeah i mean for me i would probably change the shoes too but they weren't like terrible shoes like 
a nice luscious boot or a spicy mm. pump with some black tights because it's like everything's covered and then it kind of just takes you out of it yeah maybe maybe a little bit maybe a stoned shoe yeah something like that yeah I, but I, I d- oh sorry go for it i was saying i did like also like chelsea boys i thought that was kind of cool like i do think it was a little boring like just because it was like all one nude collar. So that part was kind of boring, but I loved like yeah. the heart, like and how it just like is all spread out and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought it looked really cool. The detail was all up top. Totally. Yeah. I like, sorry. I'm just trying to look up one thing. Uh, this is like really unprofessional. We can just cut this part out. Whatever. <laughs> We're totally going to leave it. <laughs> don't do this to me, Jamal. <laughs> Um, where is this? All right. Well, anyways, I'll, uh, <laughs> you know, there's this, so the, what I'm trying to look up here is, um, so I really liked, uh, Chelsea boys look. It was very, I think they said her look was like treasure chest, with mm-hmm. whatever that means. <laughs> um, I think she just is like aquatic or whatever. So this, her look reminded me a lot. There was this music video, um, I, I was trying to figure out who the artist was, but the song title is called Mermaid Tsushimi. Huh. So the, if you look up Mermaid Tsushimi, I'm sure there's not a lot of music videos with that title. So just look that up and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, but this look just reminded me of that music video a lot. So okay. I really liked it. And um, yeah, I liked hers a lot. I liked... Um, Janie JK, she's the one that had the yeah. intentional reveal. I like, yeah. I liked her look, <laughs> but I thought it was, was really unfortunate. Yeah, I thought it was super classy. I actually really liked that look too. Um, but I think she pulled it off nice. She's just like, well, I guess this is coming off. Like she didn't let it distract her. So that Janie JK, she's a professional. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it, she, her look was kind of um, ruined by Envy Perot's look because. I felt like <laughs> theirs was kind of similar and Envy just yeah. like killed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting because they both have like the white feathers too. Um, you know, uh, who I really enjoy this week is Madam Madness with no beard. Oh my gosh. <sighs> this is, this is controversial. <laughs> this moment. Is it? Do you guys didn't want her to shave the beard? I'm just annoyed because like, okay, you get a bearded queen on RuPaul's Drag Race, and then of course, what's the first thing they make the bearded queen do? Shave the beard, and then she shaved the beard, and then the lady on the stage was like, "I kind of missed the beard, though." Yeah, so I was Nikki just like, wanted it back. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, okay, thanks for just like ruining everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just so tricky because like you know who this queen is when they audition for the show and when they come on. So for me, it was kind of like okay, at the end of the day, this was Madame Madness's decision, but you've got the girls kind of applying pressure, saying that not shaving the beard is lazy, even though Madame Madness has had some fierce fate beats better than the other girls with the beard. And then you've got the judges calling it a distraction. So what are you supposed to do with that? I wonder what it says to the bearded drag <laughs> community. Yeah, I, uh, I, I like the bearded queens, of course, but I kind of appreciated that she shaved her beard because 
I think that Madame Madness is like really cute without the beard. <laughs> like something hit for me when she shaved it off and I was like, oh, hey there. Madame <laughs> there Madness is adorable, but hey, at least it was their choice and the beard can grow back. That's very true. Uh, she looked really great, though. I kind of wish she had put a lip liner on. Yes. Um, but that would be my only critique, probably. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed this face beat with the hair. It was gorgeous. Yes. And then I guess we have to talk about Miss Abby. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. This was not great. <laughs> oh, my God. The same look over and over. Oh, my God. Another oh garment. Oh, my God. Miss Fangi. <laughs> another garment. <laughs> <laughs> yes another short garment like we know you have body cysts um one thing that really distracts me with drag and i know this is tough to find like a nude color that matches especially if you're a person of color yes that and upset me a lot too sorry it, i'm just really enjoying this <laughs> no it was so distracting i agree but um i mean people of color we change with the seasons too Okay, for all you racist uh-huh. fucks that might be listening. Um, so you get darker, you get lighter. I think that this is something we can plan for. If you know you're going to be on the RuPaul's Drag Race stage, she could have even dusted some like dry glitter to kind mm-hmm. of help blend that with what was going on on her actual skin. Yeah, because she did the um, Miss Vanji glitter chest look. Uh-huh. Um, but then there's no glitter on the flesh piece. of Like, really, there should maybe have just been no no meshing there. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> so then she could have p- extended the, um, the glitter down there. Yes, and there's already been more than a few queens that have, um, well, a few queens that have gone home. So, I mean, now is not the time to just whip out the, a garment that looks exactly the same or mimics another shape of a garment that you've worn like now is the time <laughs> to do something different and show that you can push yourself all right well that was abby <laughs> i think we got through all the girls uh we talked about setter jean and the the baby urinating on her <laughs> <laughs> classic <laughs> classic um so let's go ahead and i guess move on um, they uh, they also criticized Abby for wearing the same necklace that oh, she had yeah. previously worn. So that was another point that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madam Madness gets emotional on the runway and Fred gives her a nice motivational speech, which I thought was cute. I did too. I mean, it, it has to be tough being under that drag race spotlight and you're going against all these other queens from all over your country and... I mean, that's a tough spot to be in because I'm sure you have to be questioning yourself and what you're doing. So to have that confidence sometimes, it's just really very hard. Definitely. Uh, so then the real controversy begins. Fred asks the girls who should be lip syncing for their life. And the general consensus is Madame Madness and Miss Abby. Oh, my God. I'd say that's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Even Envy said, Miss Abby, oh my God. <laughs> I appreciate this because I'm not going to be fake with you. I don't care if we're in the same house or if we're blood. Like, if you know you could have done better deep down, don't expect me to be giving you kudos. Yeah, because then in Untucked, Abby cried because she feels that she was betrayed by her sister, Envy Peru. As you may remember, They are both in the Mermaid Mansion house or in the drag family. And uh, Envy says that she just wanted to be honest to push Abby to do better. 
I think you need that tough love and that push. This is very much what I do with close friends and family. It's like, hey, I'm going to call it like I see it. I mean, this is exactly why I made the note that I made. And I mean, Abby's an emotional queen, so she's not going to understand in the moment, but I'm sure later it probably resonated with her. Yeah, because nobody wants to be like Regina, like where it's like, that's the prettiest sweater I've ever seen. And then you walk away, that's the fuggliest sweater I've ever seen. Like, So like, I don't know. I feel like Abby's just being very emotional. <laughs> And I think she's a little young. She's like, is she one of the younger ones? Maybe she's not the youngest, but, well, yeah, because Rome was 21. So she wasn't the youngest, but she is one of the younger queens. And I think that it shows. Yeah, it's a very fair assessment. Give her a couple years and she'll be fine and more mature and maybe you'll see a little bit less of that <laughs> so on the other hand the girls are very impressed with how madam madness handles uh them all saying her name uh, madam madness understood understood that they are just trying to help her get better at drag and i thought that it was a really touching moment after last week when none of the girls would even clap for her when she stayed Yeah, talk about a turnaround. So, um, I mean, that just kind of goes to show you in that moment, they really are becoming like a family because you can go from, okay, that bitch should have gone home. (laughs) And then you can start giving them roses for, hey, you actually took that criticism very well. Note, Abby, note. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, I I thought I really like this moment. Um, You know, I think really all... Uh, Madam Madness wanted is to have a sisterhood, you know, that bond with the season girls. And um, so and I, and I think she got it there at the end, you mm-hmm. know, with all the with every family, there's always a little bit of drama, you know, there's up that up and down. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, Madam Madness got to go out on a high you note with the girls. Yeah, I think with all of the queens, there's a moment of peace and clarity when you're in the competition where it's just like, hey, I've got to do this or I'm going home. And for Madam Madness, it was more kind of a glimpse of them starting to accept their drag and what they've done and what they brought to the show. And I think Madam, I think she kind of knew she was going home since she was in the bottom again. Um, Like she knew she was going to be in the bottom. So she was like, you know, let me just have like this last moment with the girls. Yeah, like I feel like sometimes like somebody like madam like if you've been in the bottom consistently you've gotten the critiques like you can kind of handle it better than like others that are just like (laughs) shocking exits i guess yeah yeah totally um so in the end envy peru won this week's challenge um setter gene did not agree with this decision (laughs) setter gene is I think we're having like a little bit of the Jimbo moment where Setter Jean <laughs> is kind of like feeling herself and totally uh, talking crap about the other girls. <laughs> totally. Um, hey, Setter Jean, we still like you, but you just have to win. Yeah, that's the the easy way is just to do a better job. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you have the same amount of time as everyone else. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the bottom three this week are Mama Queen, Madam Madness, the frog in my throat, um, <laughs> and Miss Abby, oh my God. And they are all lip syncing for their lives. I was shocked. 
It's a menage a trois. Girl, it's yeah, the gag not the of fun the season. Time. Yes. <laughs> you can tell the queens were shook because, one, it's a new Drag Race franchise, uh, completely new country. So I'm sure nobody, cast included, was expecting this kind of stunt to be pulled on the runway. Yeah, it's like, what was that season? Was it season eight when they had like the six queens lip sync for their lives or whatever? Oh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah rue was pissed yeah, oh, yeah. That one week where they all did really bad <laughs> yeah she's like y'all are all singing yeah, yeah i think that was like Raja o'hara's season maybe no it was later than that i think it Honey was season Davenport. eight because i think it was oh maybe it was that season i thought because i thought i remembered it was robbie turner's season but maybe no, i'm wrong i think it was honey davenport season I think because right. she hopped off stage and oh like, yeah. yeah where are you going because that's how honey went home actually yeah she eliminated herself. Yes, I mean, <laughs> you played yourself. Yeah. <laughs> can we can we put that on merch? <laughs> yeah, we sh- we could do that. Oh, we can work on that design. You just have to um, picture Stony saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Honey Davenport was trade that season though. Yeah. Yeah, she posts lots of thirst traps on uh in Twitter. Oh, I follow. <laughs> yeah, girl, same. <laughs> Um, so they are all lip syncing to one of the greatest songs of all time, Miss Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody. Ah, uh, praise the queen. May she rest in power. What a good yes. song for a lip sync. Yes, of course you needed three for this one. <laughs> yeah, everyone like flips shit for this song. Like, it's just so good. Once you hear it start, you're like, this is going to be a good lip sync. It's going to be fine. And it, and it was. It was great. There were lots of, um, I don't know, I thought it was kind of funny when Abby did her, like, sort of jump into the splits. Because it was, I thought, like, she, she was running. I thought she was going to slide a little bit, like how Naomi does it. Yes. Um, but she just kind of, like, it was like, <laughs> you're like the skid marks. It was like, like her, her body, like, dragging across the stage. Listen, I wasn't sure if we were watching, like, Gay Braveheart or what. Because I was like, oh, she's taking off and then split. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to hurt, girl. Like, there's definitely some rug burn happening. <laughs> Hell yeah. And this is also one of those songs where um, if you're in the queer community, I don't care, like, what branch of the queer community you're part of. When you hear this song, everyone can be a drag queen or lip sync because everyone goes into performance. Everyone knows the words. It's just one of those great classics. Yes. And, you know, this is the first time we saw Mama Queen lip sync. And I was living for it because, you know, Mama Queen's so slim, but she has these big lips. She reminded (laughs) me of Mick Jagger, like, when she was lip singing. Oh, yeah. A little bit. I could see that. A little bit of the same motions and things like that. I liked what Mama Queen was serving. Yeah, I I was shocked that Mama Queen was there. I was for sure thought that she was going to be safe. I don't think that she did bad enough to be in the bottom, and that's my personal opinion but she was there and i think she turned that lip sync out especially those splits at the end (laughs) yeah how she just melted down and became (laughs) instantly the size of abby yeah (laughs) i was like this (laughs) she was like taller than than um madam madness with a wig on yeah holy shit (laughs) that reached for the sky (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, damn, this bitch is so tall. (laughs) (laughs) Giant. Yes. Uh, Well, in the end here, Mama Queen and Miss Abby, oh my God, are safe. And Madame Madness sashays away. Uh, Goodbye, Madame. It was nice getting to know you. It was the first bearded queen and left not a bearded queen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sony's like plot twist. Plot twist. I loved her exit line though, and I loved the personality that she throw threw in there. I was like, where, where was this girl like in the rest of the competition? You know, like for real. Come on, for real. And that happens with some of these exits on any um, Drag Race season. We're like, damn, who? Where was that queen when we needed to see her? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I would love to see Madame Madness again just for that reason. So. If you're listening, Rue or Fred, like, hook it up. Hint, hint, and leave the beard be. Yes. Um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and switch over to our fantasy league. Stony, what's going on over there? So this week, something amazing happened. <laughs> and it sounds like Stony's winning now. <laughs> I am officially in the lead with a hundred points. What? How did that happen? Can you look at the points, Jamal? How, I don't know if I trust him. <laughs> yeah, I'm changing the fonts to red so I can make corrections. Yeah. Well, anyway, queens, don't be jealous <laughs> because I am in first. Don't be jealous of your boogie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in first with a hundred points, and you guys are tied for second. <gasps> With 85 points. The race for last place begins. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I only have one person left, so I need to hang on to my wig. Yeah. Wait, who's your last person? Envy? Yeah. That's a good last person to have, though. Yeah. So Jamal just has Envy left. You have Janie Jacke and Miss Abby. Oh, my God. Yes. And then I have Chelsea Boy... Mama Queen and Setter Jean. Damn. Yeah, Stony is definitely cheating. I we'll we'll update you the real update next week. <laughs> we'll see who wins the snatch game next week. How about that? Snatch game. Yeah, I saw Joe Exotic, and I'm so excited <laughs> for snatch game. Oh my goodness, me too. Uh-oh. Girl, it's gonna be so good. Uh oh, that's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh all right you guys well it's been another fun week with you all and all the queens of holland's drag race we'll be back of course next week to recap the next episode make sure that you like and subscribe our to our podcast and if you really liked it leave a, a rating and a review because it really helps us feel better about ourselves Yes, please, and thank you. Um, We are working on some kind of special way to share those reviews with you. More details to come, but we are talking about sharing the reviews we've received so you all don't feel left out. So thanks in advance. Yes, and stay tuned because we have a special bonus episode coming out later this week where we are doing our third annual pumpkin spice taste test i'm so ah, excited my waistline and my eating dress are ready yes girl, yes, girl. it's time <laughs> it's carb day <laughs> send in the carbs <laughs> just not that vile ass ice cream like we did last year or the pumpkin spice rum Oof. oh that was rough hell no <laughs> 
All right. Well, we'll be back um, with that episode in a few days. But until then, bye. Bye.